Hello, my name's Christiana, and welcome to the Oceanside Community Church Podcast. We're a church in Parksville on Vancouver Island with a vision to be fully devoted children of God, fully mature in Jesus Christ, and fully alive with the Holy Spirit. We welcome you to join us weekly on this journey. For more information about our church, visit our website at oceansidecommunitychurch.ca or download our mobile app. We pray that you'll be blessed and equipped by today's teaching. We're going to read from Hebrews 11, verses 5 and 6, and I'll mention too, if you're new to the church or not even new, and you would like a Bible, there's Bibles at the back, and uh, please feel free to take one and keep it. It's yours if you need it. We'll also read from Genesis Chapter 5, verses 22 to 24, talking about faith and talking about Enoch. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken... He was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. That was from Hebrews 11 and now turning to Genesis 5. After he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. Let's pray together. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for its truth. Thank you for its power. Please challenge us today. Challenge us gently, Lord. We ask for ears to hear that we may hear. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Our message today is titled, Faith is Pleasing to God. Faith is Pleasing to God. So the focus right from the beginning, it should be on God. It's not about ourselves. It's not about myself. I struggle with this. I've got to be honest. I tend to turn things into and make them about me when I shouldn't be doing that. So it's about God. It's about pleasing God, believing God, walking with God, seeking God. And paradoxically, as we focus on God, we actually become more and more of who we are truly meant to be. Jesus said, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. 
Matthew 16, 25. Whoever loses their life for Jesus will find it. We want to understand and experience that faith that is pleasing to God. And we have the story of Enoch, the story of a human who did not die. Enoch did not experience death. Do you love stories? I know I love stories. And I remember as a younger teacher, before I was a gym teacher, I was actually a classroom teacher and I taught um, primary classroom, so grades one, two, and three, different years. And then we had carpet time. There was a carpet in my room and I'd call the kids down, they'd come out of their desks, we'd gather together on the carpet and we'd learn things together and I would share stories And carpet time is still a thing now in schools. When I'm in schools, I see carpets in classrooms, and they're not there just for show. Carpet time is amazing. It's a time to gather, and the class gathers on the carpet, and there's a story. And if it's a good story, it draws you in. So we have this story about Enoch. And admittedly, it's pretty short. There's not too many details, not too much narrative, not too much action. But what an ending. What a surprise twist. It's a good carpet story. Enoch doesn't die. That's how it ends. God just takes him. One moment he's there, and the next moment he isn't. He could not be found because God took him away. And I remember thinking as a boy when I first heard about Enoch in Sunday school, because I did go to Sunday school when I was a boy, and I kind of feel the same way now. I thought, this is the coolest thing ever, like to not die, like, wow. And I realized that Scripture It doesn't explain exactly how it happened. I mean, it's not like Elijah. Elijah had the fiery chariot and the whirlwind. But the fact that it's kind of mysterious, it's not explained, to me that makes it even cooler. Like, what really happened? What really, dare we imagine? I know it doesn't explain it, but there's a gentleness, an intimacy It's like Enoch is just walking and talking with God. And then they just carry on the conversation right up into eternity. It's like they're together. And then one time, God's like, let's just go this way. Let's just go home now. And I I know it doesn't say that. And we don't know exactly what happened or how it happened. But it did happen. Enoch didn't die. And there's a connection. There's a connection that we can have between Enoch and ourselves that we can't overlook. Because if you believe,
believe in Jesus, if you receive Jesus into your life, you will also spend eternity with God. You'll have the comfort and strength of walking with God in this life. And then you'll have the promise of everlasting life with God. You won't suffer spiritual death. It says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10, 9. So Enoch, let's go back to Enoch, this amazing person of faith. Like, what is, what is he known for? What else happened to him? I mean, obviously, he didn't die. But then he must have done some amazing things in his life, right? Because he's the guy that didn't die. Like, this amazing thing happened to him at the end. So what things did he, did he do? What memorable and exciting things there must like be a giant list of Enoch's accomplishments. Like maybe he's like the father of nations, right? Or, or maybe the Red Sea was parted. Or maybe he marched into the promised land with the people of God and walked around Jericho and the walls came down. I mean, that's got to be Enoch, right? He's the guy that didn't die. No. He's not known for those things. That's, that's not Enoch, that's other people. Enoch's not out there shutting the mouths of lions and routing the foreign armies. That's not Enoch. But he is known for something outstanding, something exemplary, and it may go unnoticed, but it's the stuff of legends. What is Enoch known for? Enoch is known for pleasing God. And that's what I want to talk about. Pleasing God. What pleases God? Because this is what Enoch is known for. This is what's recorded in Hebrews 11. If this is the hall of faith, this is what is listed, that Enoch did not die and that he is commended as one who pleased God. How wonderful. I was reflecting on it, and the more I reflected on it, I'm like, wow, that would be amazing. Like, I don't almost really dare to think of that. You just have to think of it humbly so humbly and so focused on God, what if we were known here as a church that pleased God? What if we were known for that? Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be transformational? People that please God. So Enoch 
is a powerful example for us today. Faith pleases God. We're looking at what pleases God. Faith pleases God. And I actually re-watched Gavin's first message to introduce the Hebrew series. I encourage you to do things like that. It's wonderful that the messages are there online. And Gavin emphasized that faith is not only the basis of our belief, it's also the basis of our behavior. Belief and behavior. And I feel that the life of Enoch shows that they were integrated. Enoch's belief and behavior, I feel, can be described as one thing. They're completely in union, in harmony, and they're his walk with God, his faithful walk with God. Hebrews 11.6 is very clear, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. It's impossible. Faith, it's not just something that pleases God. It's essential. We need it. Without faith, we can't please God. This shows how important it is, how significant it is to live a life of faith. It's not merely an afterthought. Last week at church, we celebrated some of our graduates. We called some of them up to the front and cheered for them because graduation is special. And we, had, we have a graduate in our own house. And last week, I had the privilege of uh, attending the commencement ceremony of our youngest daughter. And Karen and I saw her come to the front. She's looking great in the cap and gown. The principal grabs that tassel. Moves it over, the symbolic. And earlier we had been in the grad parade, and I've watched the grad parade, but I actually got to drive in the car. And the whole town of Qualicum, it seemed like the whole town. I don't know if it was the whole town, but they're waving at you. I felt like I won the Super Bowl. Like, I, I knew they weren't like cheering for me. <laughs> See, back to making it about me. Got to stop doing that. I knew it was about the grads, but it was really, really exciting. But you know what? Those weren't the things that caused our daughter to graduate. The cap and gown and the parade, that didn't cause her to graduate. The thing that enabled our daughter to graduate was completing the necessary courses. She had to complete the courses or she wouldn't have graduated. That was the reality. And in the same way, we need faith in order to please God. We have to have it in order to please God. And this verse also talks about coming to God. Anyone who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those 
who earnestly seek him, that act of coming, continual coming, and a life of faith exemplified by the men and women of Hebrews 11 is a life lived by coming to God, coming to God in faith and walking with God in faith. There's a relationship. There's growth. Walking faithfully with God also pleases God. And we each have our own walk. Sometimes we're called to do things, they might seem small. Other times we're called to do things, they might seem big, they might seem too big. We need God for both these things. And whether it's something small, seemingly small, I think that's our human understanding that it's small. I don't think God views it that way. Everything that he has asked us to do is important. But it might seem small or it might seem big. It doesn't matter. It's the walk. The walk of faith is important. That we walk with God. That we fulfill the specific plans that God has for us. The other thing is that we enjoy it. I think sometimes we can get so caught up in trying to please God, we lose our focus. We think it's about ourselves. We need to let go and enjoy, enjoy and bask in the love of God, in his great mercy, in his faithfulness to us. So it's an enjoyable walk. There's a joy. And walking faithfully with God, it involves two-way communication. It involves listening. There's a wonderful listening component to prayer. Prayer is so much more than just asking God for things. That's part of prayer, but there's so much more. There's listening. There's fellowshipping. There's walking. And it involves the indwelling presence of the Spirit because the Spirit both empowers us and it also, He also guides us in our walk. The Spirit guides us, teaches us all things. Walking faithfully with God involves submission to Jesus as our Lord and our King. And we see the example of Christ as he washed his disciples' feet and was teaching us how we should walk. Humility and love are hallmarks of a faithful walk with God. In Micah 6.8 we read, And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. To walk humbly with your God. 
true humility. It just means you don't think more highly of yourself. You don't think worse of yourself than you are. You just recognize who you are, and you recognize who God is. Enoch walked with God. With God. He didn't rush ahead trying to do his own thing. He didn't lag behind. He walked with God. And he's commended as one who pleased God. Enoch pleased God by walking faithfully with God. And we see the connection, we see the fellowship that Enoch enjoyed and shared with God. And Enoch's life on earth seamlessly flowed into his life in eternity. It's that beautiful picture where Enoch is walking with God and he does not experience death. He goes to be with God. He continues that walk, that walk of faith. I'll ask the music team to come forward, ask the prayer team to come forward. Let's stand together too. Let's all stand together. The life of Enoch is a testimony to us today. It's a powerful example that we can follow. An example of pleasing God. An example of walking faithfully with God. We please God when we walk faithfully with God. And we experience His presence. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, You make known to me the path the path of life where we can walk. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. A walk with God is a walk filled with joy. Let's pray together, church. Dear Father in heaven, Thank you. Thank you for Enoch. Thank you for his powerful testimony of relationship to you, of walking with you. Your decision to not have him die. Thank you that it is recorded, that it can stir our thoughts, that it can stir our minds. Father, help us to walk with you. Fill us with your spirit. Give us the power. Father, thank you for your patience. Thank you that when we stumble, you are there and you pick us up tenderly. You forgive us. You restore us. Let's remain in a posture of prayer. Perhaps... Perhaps God has been speaking to you. Last week we sang the beautiful song, Take 
my life. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to Thee. Perhaps God has been speaking to your heart and He wants you to take that next step of faith, that next step of walking with Him. I want to give you that opportunity, even this morning, to take that next step. Perhaps your next step is that first step of faith, of accepting Jesus into your heart as your Savior and your Lord, believing that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and that he rose again, that he's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's knocking at the door to your heart. And all you need to do is say, yes, come in, come into my life. I receive. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or download our mobile app for more content. If you're in the area, we hope to see you soon. Until next time, may the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you as you live by His Spirit.